1: We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein
0: from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new
2: episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Always Almost There, Day After Show Live. Uh, we are here. We are very, very excited to talk about last night in Atlanta. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right.
3: Very well, thank
2: you. How are you? That's good, I'm great. I'm great. Before we get started as usual, just wanna let you guys know about our sponsor, um, which is Avergio Wellness. Um, Avergio Functional Mushrooms are here to help right now, whether you are gearing up for a show, going to sleep afterwards, or recovering and restoring the day after. With a wide range of health benefits, Avergio mushrooms help you make the most out of the moment through the ancient healing properties in their highly potent fruiting bodies. The Organic Certified Therapeutic Potency and their Planet Positive Refill System are two of the many standout reasons that Avergio is my choice supplement. Be clear, chill, balanced, energized, protected, focused, and calm in the moment with Avergio mushrooms. Use code STORMSOUND15 for 15% off your order, which ships anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. So pretty solid Saturday night here last night, uh, if I do say so myself, uh, in hot Atlanta, if you will.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bummed that we don't have a a special guest today Mm -hmm. uh, because I'd like to hear a little bit more about this venue, um, you know, the area and things like that. Uh, Seem, I mean, it's a cool looking place. I think that, you know, some people were sharing some concerns about the sound. Others were saying that you know they they found a they found a sweet spot inside where the sound was good. So um, maybe tomorrow we'll be able to catch up with somebody who was at these shows and give us a little bit more of the kind of on-site perspective. Um, but yeah, show-wise, uh, yeah, I mean Saturday night, uh, you know, high-energy show, some good jams that we'll dig into. Um, overall, yeah, I mean, I think that the tour kind of keeps you know it's moving in the right direction. You know, each night mm-hmm. kind of seems like seems to be getting a little bit better. So. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I caught as much of it as I could last night uh, after getting home from the Eggie show. And then I listened to some did, of it before I went in. I was, was going to say, you,
2: you did webcast yeah. some while you were at the Eggie yeah. show. And
1: I, I didn't do any listening at set break uh, because set breaks <laughs> coincided. But uh, it was nice to actually have like a stream to listen to on the way to the show and on the drive home. So, uh, yeah. It, it was, was pretty good. Pretty I'm awesome glad. Show.
2: Yeah, I'm glad we we were talking before the show about, like, oh, based on the 7 o'clock show time, like, maybe curfew's 11, Um, and so we were a little worried about the 8 o'clock start, um, but it seems that curfew was 11.30 um, or later, Um, so it was good. We got got a nice full show last night. I think, Brian, you'll have the actual timing of the show, but I think this definitely felt longer than both nights at Richmond
3: yeah one hundred and sixty two minutes versus one forty nine and one forty six I think from Richmond so okay yeah And that makes a difference you know I mean that there's not a you know there's not a huge variance in these set times often, but um so yeah that you know an extra 10, 12, 15 minutes I mean it makes it makes a difference
2: It really does, really does. I was so happy uh, when they opened with this Atlas dogs, especially because you know we we talked about it on the pod. Uh, the last couple of days about how much we love the original version of the song and how much we want to hear it uh, in more regular rotations. This was great. Um, you know, would, would have liked to see a jam on it. But as we discussed, also, not every amazing song needs to have a huge jam on it every single time.
1: Yeah, I think we were talking about this late last night. What was it? 14 songs they played last night? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a product of a couple things, right, is the, the length of the show, right, if you get another 12 minutes, you get well, ostensibly one song, maybe two out of the deal, but um, you know, you, you have these these tunes that are, that are great, you know Atlas Dogs is awesome, it doesn't need to be 18 minutes when they play it um, just so they can get it into the set list and, you know, have folks hear it Yeah, yeah.
2: And then, you know, all I need uh, shorter on this one, you know, no second jam, um, but really packed a lot of heat into a little bit of time here as all I needs tend to do uh, really, really solid stuff here. Great playing
1: from Rick, you know, very precise. Very precise. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, this is the last tune that I heard before I went into the show last night and, uh, yeah, I was all fired up, um, mm-hmm. you know, pretty short as far as all I needs go. Um, kind of disappointing to to end all I need and go into a cover right after, but you know it's all good.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a really. I mean, yeah, we want the second jam, of course, but uh, that was a really solid first jam. That that probably actually fed into my disappointment a little bit because that first jam was so solid. I thought maybe we were in for um, you know for something extra special, um, but which I mean, but we got something extra special. Um, instead of the all I need second jam, uh, we got the Electric Avenue um, cover, which it's a fun song. It's a, I've always liked it. Uh, it's a good song,
2: but also it's it's the fifth Electric Avenue of the year, and they've yes. still only played the way it is once. That's uh, that's a yeah. It, that's that's a great that. point. I, I think the, I think this is going to be a, a topic we get to on every pod until they play the way it is again.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I'm shocked a little bit that that's the most covered tune of the year is electric Avenue. Right. Um, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I don't think anything even comes close. Uh,
3: well it, it, it's the only cover to get five plays. Mm-hmm, right. Um, but don't do it fish in the sea and Shama um, have four plays, uh, right. and writing, I'm writing a novel has four plays as well. So yeah, there's, there's a handful, right, you know, right on its heels, but, um, you know, like Ryan said, you know, there's some, there's some really good ones with one play. So we'll hopefully ba- start to balance that out a little bit for the remainder of the year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're getting, you know, there was a little bit of some cool synth stuff, um, from Peter in this electric Avenue, you know, the profit kind of getting a little bit more use. I will say Peter was a little bit low in the mix, uh, on the webcast for most of the show last night. Um, so hopefully, um, he gets a little boost um coming tonight um you know would really really love to hear more uh, of what he do what he's doing because you know nuisance yeah. interesting <laughs> nuisance ryan
3: uh in the chat asked about uh, mississippi half-step so that's on three one of many many on three as well
2: yeah um and then next we got bob don without um with who you know shout out to kev uh who's not here today um you know, we we haven't had a whiff since March.
1: Yeah, it might not even be a thing anymore. I mean, maybe it's something that they just briefly did, right? We were talking about it yesterday, where you know, for like a brief period, Jive Two oh two plays, but had like a bonus jam slapped on the end of it, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it was just kind of a you know winter tour thing, and it's all over with.
2: I don't
3: know. I think it's coming back. I think it's coming
1: back. <laughs> I, mean, well, actually, I mean, I wanted to. We're all yep. there together. We're going to get a Bob Don with. It's to send those messages to coach. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Get in uh, the DMs. Big, I, another big tumble. Um, yeah. You know, they're just really, you know, I just really like what they're doing with the, you know, not super extended, you know, but but not, you know, sans jam either. You know what I mean? So they're, yeah. they're kind of hitting that 16, 17, 18 minute sweet spot with, you know, good high energy stuff. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, this one was, um, you yeah, know, I don't know if it's going to light the the jam of the year list on fire, but uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to take a look at it again over the next few days and, and give it some more listens. You know, we're still waiting on the soundboards from last night. So, um, you know, I've, I haven't really been able to give these as much, as many release lists as I would have liked this morning. But, you know, I'm sure Peter, I'm sure Peter's pretty busy. So, you know, you can't get them all out at at 10 a.m. the next day. But for uh, for those of you who don't
2: know, um, after the show, Peter, you know, encroached on Brian's territory a little bit and posted the set list and coach's notes on Twitter, which is usually his thing. So might be a little bit of a little bit of heat today.
3: Well, we don't know if that was Peter. You know what I mean?
2: You're right. Could have been coach. Could have been someone else.
1: But. just get on the twitter uh that tumble was hot uh when i got out of the show I, I like texted you guys and i was like what should i listen to and jive was like tumble first and then you know all the way through to Dripfield. field so we did say I... I think also you know poking fun at you because you weren't
2: watching the show but we did say that partway through the jam we were like oh this is definitely better than
1: peach it's <laughs> definitely better than peach yeah no i'd say that that's probably true um <laughs> But yeah, man, I like at one point was just driving way too fast uh, on my way home from the show. And it was just because I was so into the song. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was hot. I loved it.
2: It was good. And then, you know, late set one, Silver Rising, another thing we've talked about uh, that we really like to see. I do think, you it's know, it's a great
3: idea. It was a great idea.
2: It was a great idea. Um, momentum of the set did let up a little bit here, but I think, you know, I, I love Silver Rising. So I'm very happy with it here. And then, animal i think this might be my favorite animal now
3: and and we got this you know the silver rising animal yeah pairing which you know i had i hadn't previously thought of you know that's that, that that's that's good can stuff do we,
2: we have enough songs that we could get a full animal set now i think so
1: but yeah i don't know
2: i i don't yeah
3: <laughs> creatures
2: <laughs> I, don't know. I do like I the flow of the now. set
1: though at, at the what? end where you kind of have like You have tumble, then silver rising kind of like a little bit slower and then, you know, animal to kind of close it off. It's just fire. Yeah. Uh, Look, I don't want to.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, that it it really is. And and the flow was really, I mean, look, not to, not to go back and, and, you know, hammer down on electric Avenue, but (laughs) if, if, you know, you get the, you get the second all I need jam there, maybe instead of electric, electric Avenue and, uh, you know, just I can't help it, but if I'm looking at that set list then I'm thinking, wow, that's that's uh that's a super hot set. So I mean I think so. I guess for me, you know what I mean, but we'll talk about this all the time with the covers and you know versus yeah, originals and the, and the...
2: you know, what ifs all the time. What's yeah. interesting too is that they stuck a hundred percent to their written set list last night. No yeah, no but, audibles, no changes, like
3: which so, is you know, it and it's and it's rare not you know equally due to audibles as it is due to time constraints
2: right
3: um and so so yeah so so you don't see that every day so yeah it was uh interesting to see that so good for them for mm-hmm. for you know timing all that out correctly that's yeah. that's uh that's good stuff
2: so and, and you I, know it's funny them back for
3: them yeah 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 good job by them and so what's it you know i, I think during drip field I almost kind of feel like they were cognizant of how much time they had, you know what I mean? Like I almost feel like I haven't rewatched it, but I thought and and and, and I don't want to do the whole drip field, you know review right now because it's it's a sick version. Mm-hmm. Um, but before they started that that really awesome kind of final outro jam where you know Rick did some really cool kind of finger picking, you know, rhythmic kind of soloing. You know, he went before that. You know, before they kind of launched into that. I feel like he went to the mic, to the secret mic and it's not secret, but you know, uh, the back. band yeah. mic. Yeah. yeah. And and so I, I kind of felt like, I was wondering what was going to happen after that. I was like, Oh, are they going to, Do they need to rush into something else or, but I almost feel like what happened was he was saying, Hey boys, you know, let's take this out there a little bit further because we got time, you know? Um, so yeah, so that, so that, so that's good stuff. I mean, that time management comes in many, many forms, and uh, yeah, they, they definitely, to your point, nailed it, um, you know, set list wise.
2: Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. And I mean, you know, you got, you got ahead of us a little bit uh, going to the drip. Um, but, you know, P- Peter, you know, you could tell not, not only based on the singalongs uh, that were audible uh, from the crowd, but, you know, the way Peter went into set break being like, whoa, like crazy. Like, you know, you could tell the crowd was amped last night.
1: And you sounded loud, um, like yeah. real loud. Um, that's one thing that I picked up on in the car. I was like, this is crazy. Um, but and I don't know if that's the acoustics of the place or or what. Saturday night in Atlanta. Uh yeah, I can't wait to see pictures from inside that place. Um, because um, I imagine like Getty lit the roof up in that place big time. Um, because it's like, you know, this huge, like kind of cavernous space. Um you which you know, probably that's where the sound issues come from, but uh, from like a visual perspective I imagine it's pretty sweet
2: mm-hmm. yeah so let me come out of set break uh, everything must go uh, debut of a new original song uh, not steely dan or uh, brothers past tune um, brothers past, dude. <laughs> uh, people were asking about it I think there was someone on Facebook and someone on Twitter who did um it, interesting tune you know very very lighthearted kind of have like that that the magical and love uh motifs in the lyrics
3: yeah too much love um for chop uh that's for sure yeah. um <laughs> you know what I, on
2: how rick has already reached the writing late era tab songs part of his career
3: yeah <laughs> so yeah i need to give this one some re-listens mm-hmm. um you know, I thought it was good. I thought, I thought it was good, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by it, but you know, oftentimes I need to, I I need to let this new stuff settle in a little bit. Um, What I do, what I do appreciate just on a side note is that, you know, Rick announced, you know, before the song that it was a new song. So I really appreciate that because otherwise, you know, they start playing something I've never heard and I'm, and I'm just lost. I'm in full scramble mode. You know, googling lyrics, and nothing's worse than like googling the lyrics of a song that's being debuted right now because <laughs> the, the, the Google's <laughs> that's not, not gonna like, help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's gonna pull up all kinds of rap songs with like similar lyrics, you know. And I yeah. know that that's probably not what they're covering. So, um, but no, anyway, I'm just joking. But but um, yeah, yeah, I, I like I you know kind of similar to earlier in the year, you know, just coming out, opening up set two with with a new song. So who knows? Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll see some more new songs on these on these upcoming shows, which uh, you know is always welcome.
1: Always, the bullets that Jive Goose takes for everybody. See, this is what's going on behind the scenes. You just got a glimpse of what's happening at uh, Jive Goose headquarters. You know, Uh, new song is just like all kinds of shit happening. Just trying to figure (laughs) out what's going on, and then you don't even get to hear the song. You got to go like re-listen to it. Shout Uh, out to to Sam
2: King uh, who helped out uh, with the name of the song as they were playing it last night. Thank you, Sam.
1: Much appreciated. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, uh, we, yeah.
1: I, I saw that. Well, I just wanted to talk about the song for a second. Oh, but yeah. I saw the hate before I heard the song. Uh, Chops. Hate's a strong chop. word. Yeah. I mean, it's chop. Whatever. So uh, Slight disdain, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so, like, I had some preconceived notions going into, like, listening to the tune. And then, like, I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But I think my kind of in-the-moment thoughts were, um, if you think about, like, debuts that already happened this year, like, when they play Pancakes for the first time nailed it like absolutely nailed it this yeah. one feels like i don't know like it was like kind of rushed to the table like i i i wonder how old this song is um because mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel as tight as say like silver rising when it was debuted this year i don't know so uh would be interested to find that out if it's even possible to find that out when it was written so yeah onward no onward. It, it, interesting point there
2: for sure um I, I think that, you know, they take a chance debuting songs. And as we've seen, like, they'll debut a song before they're 100% sure on all of it. Um, like, when they debuted California Magic in March, uh, they had been talking about it soundcheck. Rick had been, like, you know, they were playing it. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I'll we'll play this tonight. Like, maybe I'll add it another bridge or, you know, play around with some verses and stuff. And, that, and then they played it because they were like, ah, whatever. And then they ended up adding that, like, you know, ascending riff thing at the end before the final chorus and so you know an atlas dogs has had you know different forms and so silver rising has also had different forms like they'll they'll throw something out there see how it feels live with a crowd you know and then they'll maybe play around on it which is also really cool for a band to do you know i I feel like there aren't many bands out there that will do that you know they're not gonna you know feel comfortable going out there and playing a song that they're not 100 percent sure on and then changing Part of said song, you know, yeah. I'm and actually, to be
3: fair, they're batting like you know nine eighty seven on these <laughs> uh, on these yeah. debuts. So
2: yeah, yep, yeah, yeah re- really, really strong debuts uh, this year. You know, we've actually had we we had three of those debuts in the first set, twenty um, twenty two songs, which is crazy. Because you know, Neil, you mentioned uh, just before we got on that last night was the sixtieth show of the year, sixty. which is is nuts like that that's a lot of shows and so it feels like you know a song like you know atlas dogs and silver rising which were both debuted right at the beginning of winter tour that feels like like forever ago you know five shows ago like you know and animal was debuted
1: in june but that still even feels like a while ago i mean well they played it a ton
2: yeah and so it's,
1: it's less than a three show gap on that that tune it's close to two
2: Yeah, and and that that song, you know, these songs already feel so ingrained in the Goose catalog, and something like Silver Rising, like, is such a such an amazing top-tier Goose song for me now, and, you know, could have been around for years.
1: Yeah, and well, that one has just gotten bigger and bigger over time, too, right? Which I think, you know, kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier, like, I can't wait to see what happens with this tune, because Mm -hmm. like, there's no way this is the final form of the song. Um, Maybe, you know, structure-wise it is, but like, Parts will be beefed up, you know, singing parts will improve, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so after everything must go, we get Creatures, uh, nice dance party. Uh, you know, Creatures, uh, the crowd really, really loved the Shama that it got into. Um, you know, oh. <laughs> Creatures has that do. now, that now usual, uh, amazing vintage vibe jam from Peter, uh, some great stuff there, you know, Shama was fun, kept the energy high, um, I personally would have preferred five more minutes of Creatures Jam, um, personally. But well, you know, yeah,
3: I agree. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also but also, but you know, this, this Creatures, you know, we got a, we we did get a few more minutes than we normally would when we get the, you know, either the Shama or the Kylie coming out of Creatures. Um, you know, they usually kind of pull the trigger on that stuff, uh, fairly quickly. So, so I still have this creatures at around 16 minutes. So, I mean, you know, and, and, and it's, a, it's a pretty good jam. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, um, I did not get a chance to get back to this yet today. Um, but, I, I, in the moment, you know, I remember thinking, oh, that was, you know, even, even with the, you know, the, the segue into Shama, I, you know, I was still, I was still pretty happy with that creatures.
1: Yeah. This is uh, a lot of folks talking about Brothers Past these past couple days. Uh, I like, hadn't thought of the band in like forever. And I think uh, Captain Incredible brought it up. And yeah, here we go. Who knows,
2: man? I think a Tom Hamilton vocal range would fit Rick. I think it would. Um, and then, you know, after Shama, um, they took the opportunity to congratulate Jeff on his 121st show with the band. Um, which is crazy that, you know, if this was the 60th show of the year, and we also trust that that number is accurate. Um, yeah, you know,
1: I don't know if I do. Um,
2: like, <laughs> <but laughs> going off of that theoretical number, it means that, like, half the shows that Jeff has played with Goose have been in 2022, which is crazy to think about, you know, how much less they were able to play in 2020 and 2021. Um, but I mean, really I think strongly- we were talking
1: about this at the beginning of Winter Tour, when, you know, it's just, like, it's funny, like, all the things that have happened since COVID, but, like, like, we were really excited at the start of Winter Tour because there was, like, for the first time in what felt like forever, there was, like, a really long stretch of dates where they were just going to go out and play, like, a whole ton of shows. Yeah. And uh, there was excitement around the fact that, like, you know, this is, like, an opportunity for them to grow and improve and, like, you know, there's no better practice than going out there and, and just playing jams every night. Yeah, Jeb um,
3: played uh, only played sixteen shows in twenty twenty.
1: Right. Yeah, and then so there was only, well, like fifty, well, less than fifty shows in twenty twenty one.
3: Yeah, 40, 44, 45.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that's that's you know, that's, that's awesome. why I
2: you know I I keep looking at my my jam of the year playlist. And I'm looking at like, you know, the bottom 10 or 15 jams and like, you know, realizing that those probably aren't going to be on there by the end of the year and being like, wow, like, there are yeah. so many shows this year. <laughs> so yeah. many, you know, so many jams, like it's going to be, you know, when, when we get that bracket out in January and we see what's not on there, it's. It's going a lot of angry people. We've been talking yeah, about this. Gonna be, you know, last year, I think there was a list of like seven or eight jams that was like, oh, like, you know, I wish those could have been on it. This year, I feel like that's going to be like 20
1: or 30 long. I think 30 is pretty reasonable. Yeah.
3: I, I, you know, I think we'll get more, um, you know, it, from it, like with respect to like the crowd seating approach. I, I think we'll get a lot more, um, you know, involvement in that, you know, than we ever did before. So that'll also help you know kind of uh you know well, well you can't just blame us you know what i mean like if you're <laughs> crowd seating this thing yeah you know hey there's the you gotta you gotta share the blame you know but share, seriously share yeah the there's, there's <laughs> so many um same with like looking at top 10 shows i mean there's there's just you know there's just so many good shows there's so many good jams i mean it's a uh, it's uh Kind of an embarrassment of riches, I guess, yeah. uh, for us this year. So, which is awesome, and, I, and which we expected. You know what I mean? I, we talked about that at the beginning of the year, also. Just, um, you know, how important it's going to be to keep your playlist updated throughout the year, because it, otherwise, it would just be impossible to even now go back and just try to, yeah, you know, try to take all that in at once and make sense of it. You know,
2: mm-hmm. I'm I'm very glad that you got me doing that at the beginning of the year. It's been
1: much easier to put it together. <laughs> I'm actually nervous, like right now, three shows into fall tour. Uh, like I need to go back and because I, I feel like there's at least two or three things that need to be really strongly considered already.
2: Mm-hmm. But,
1: yeah. Well, let,
2: let's let's keep talking about the second set here. This Arcadia, really solid. You know, not crazy long, um, but just like blazing. You know, it gets into this really fast rock and jam in there, and then explodes into the ending. But just, you know. Really, really solid Arcadia. Another really, uh, I think there was a good sing-along here as well from the crowd.
3: Yeah, really unique, really unique jam, too. I mean, it's, I I, I don't know exactly what to compare to or or what to refer to the style as, but um, it was, it was unique for sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Rage-Cadia. Yeah. I mean, went out there and did what Arcadia does, man. It's a killer, too. One of the best.
2: Mm -hmm. For sure. And then, you know, nice cool down, uh, 726, amazing second set landing pad, um, you know, as we've talked about. I love this song so much. And I think it pairs so well with Dripfield. Field. I, I, I think it, that's a really, really great way to close a second set, especially, you know, you touched on it earlier, Brian, you know, where they went in this Drip Field. But really, really phenomenal way to close out the set.
1: Yeah, man. I've listened to this drip field three times already and the show's like not even like 24 hours old yet. Um it uh I mean, you know, the funny thing about dripfield, I think we got like one version in Cleveland that was like pretty great and kind of different than other drip fields. And then there was like a stretch of like drip fields that just sounded like other drip fields. Yeah. Um and I, I feel like I saw like five of them uh live and I was just like, oh, okay. like drip field again, like you know, because you, you're getting that same thing that you you know, always get, and uh, I mean, this is a problem that you have only when you go to too many goose shows. You know, you're like, oh, I'm hearing you know hot tea for like the the fifth time already this year. You know, like well, I agree with that fun. one. Yeah, well, you know, you know what I'm saying. So like, it just like felt like too much drip field or too much of like the same, I guess. And then this one is the I think the first one since New Haven that feels drastically different than others. And uh, man, it's it's really good and. I'm probably going to listen to it again like right after we record Uh, because it's yeah I'm excited about it this one I I think definitely has a place in my playlist and like decently high Uh, but yeah that's what I got to say about that drip it's it's kick-ass
2: yeah maybe Peter has dropped soundboards since we went live you never know sure hope so um yeah i i loved it i I think drip field is definitely underutilized as like a jam vehicle in that sense like it kills every time even if it's just like you know 14 minutes of drip field um but yeah using it in this kind of sense like this one i think might make my playlist um you know i only have one other drip field on there right now which is cleveland Um, but this one is just really really awesome
1: I think if Cleveland gets on your playlist, this one's got to be on your playlist. Um, yeah, I think so. That's, too. But, like, you know, it, 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 you need a day or two to kind of let this thing sink in, too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too fired up about it, but I liked it.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, w- w- let's let's get back to that in a minute, uh, just in terms of kind of just where we're at for these three shows and and some of the jams that we do uh, that we do feel pretty good about. Um, you know, we got the Slow Ready, the Slow Ready Encore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, it you know, got, okay. yeah, I got kicked off the list the night before, right? So you know, not, not a huge surprise. No um, echo. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, no was echo surprise, was, was, was
3: probably night. more of a surprise, but um, <laughs> mm. oh, some how, of us, some how, of us thought
2: it, it wasn't coming. Uh, how did you? How did you do in fantasy last night, Brian? How, hey. how, how have these three shows been for you?
3: Oh, you I hit, play? I hit more songs last night than I've hit in any single show this tour.
2: Okay. but is that
3: So I feel like, <laughs> really? you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, the stock is rising. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to tonight. I think feeling really good about my picks. Yeah. Can't talk about them yet. Cause Neil's, you know, Neil's slacking on his today, but, um, yeah, yeah. Feeling pretty good. I'm, uh, looking forward to some, to hopefully some big points tonight, you know, we'll see. These guys uh, are, are always surprising us. So, you know,
1: you know, you know. jive goose. Like, you know its yeah hey you know the, like putting up big I'm points 100%. in the night is like you know really hard to do um you know <laughs> only some of the best players do it uh oh yeah How many points yeah. did you get left? you know like yeah. when it when it happens you know it, it's like really something we should talk about because it's like a pretty yeah. exciting thing uh when somebody you know knows the band so well that they uh you know rip off 30 points and a uh, fantasy goose and blow everybody out of the water, but no. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. If I mean, the, <laughs> the, the only thing that would have made it cooler is if you would have actually been there watching the show with us and not out seeing some, you know, some bar band. Uh,
1: um, hey, man, no, uh, I'm not
3: out here to take shots at anybody that I, I was trying to take a shot at you and I didn't mean to take a shot. At and and band, you just
0: got caught in the crossfire. Yeah. they
3: got um, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, hey, hey, collateral <laughs> damage. Sorry. I got nothing against you. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, we would have loved to have had you on, you know, throughout the night because I'm sure, you know, it, w- it would never have gotten old, you know, hearing <laughs> you talk about your score.
1: <laughs> I think it actually went really well um, because you guys carried the conversation on without me, um, which was just wonderful. <laughs> I had, did. like, Ryan taking shots at everybody on my behalf. So, like, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Um, I did pretty well <laughs>
2: last night. I got 19. I, I think a lot of people
1: it. did really well, um, you know. So I'm, I'm I'm going up.
2: I got two no. I hit two songs the first night, three songs the second night and four songs last night. So I'm ready for yeah. five tonight.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny is like I feel really good about like you can take a look at what's possible for them to play tonight and you are like, "Oh yeah, like see how the show's going to go." Bet you a million bucks it doesn't go anywhere near what we think it's going to be, right? Which like, I mean, we can talk about like the things that like, I think they might play tonight, right? Like like Rockdale feels like almost certain they're gonna to play well,
3: tonight, right? I, hey, look, I think t- I, honestly tonight's probably gonna to be one of the easiest nights, in my opinion, because because we're we're not yet gonna see anything repeated.
2: Yeah. And we're f- most likely the show.
3: Right. But the you know, the pool's been depleted, right? Yeah. And so I think tonight's gonna to actually be among the easier nights. I'm expecting lots of high, high points tonight. But,
2: but also um, see. It could go either way, also depending on which way the majority of people pick, because also, you know, the band now is expanding their song pool to the point where, you know, four nights in, there's not like, oh, there's only, you know, 10 originals left, really, that you can pick from. Uh, But like, there's uh, a lot more.
1: Well, and also remember like winter tour where there were several, several songs that got two show rest to uh, start that tour. Yeah. So I mean, take a look back at those those two show gap songs, and you might get two or three of them. Uh,
3: yeah, I, I don't see I don't see more than I I, I don't see more than one repeat tonight, um, yeah. and I would probably bet zero. But
2: yeah, and then well, you know, as, as we've yeah. seen, uh, Brian may not be the best uh, you know source of prediction for this tour so far. So well, take, I mean, I think as reigning his, champion, take his uh, with the grain of salt.
3: The, you know, the uh, people are going to want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and even Neil as reigning, you know, back-to-back runner up, uh, uh, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, you know, people respect that as well. You know what I mean? Not as much as reigning champ, but I mean, no,
2: and pretty close. I mean, let, let's give a, let's give a shout out to Kev who's not here today. Who's absolutely crushing it in fantasy. It's sure. uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, Kev is usually a plays for fun kind of guy. Um, You know, with like eight point covers and
1: things like that, but he is doing exceptionally well. It burns
3: within all the time. Eight Eight point burns (laughs) within.
1: I mean, I I think Kevin, like in in the place for fun perspective, uh, just plays to like troll us with his picks, and he just like he lives for the moment that like he just like drops his picks in the group chat. Uh, But like this year, I think he's going hard. I think his his strategy's changed, and uh, we'll ask him about it tomorrow if we get him on. Neil, he's he's ahead of you right now. He is. Yep. The standings right now are
2: meaningless. Yeah. He says very low down on the list.
3: Oh, yeah. Meaningless. Yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm actually surprised I I got as many of the songs that I did. Like, it was pure luck. Uh, I never thought in a million years they would play, you know, I don't know, like Atlas Dogs and... um, and silver rising in the show like i just didn't think it was like really possible yeah, I, I thought they would like try have... to space those tunes out but
2: yeah and you it's also not... have a ton of high profile tunes like you've all i need tumble creatures and arcadia which are all like old classic goose tunes yeah. Just get you've bangers also brought... every night yeah like banger saturday man you know
3: well yeah. it's like hey that's what we were talking about you cast it you try to cast a wide net yep so that you don't completely miss Mm-hmm. and sometimes you completely hit you know what i mean so
2: yeah. I'm, I'm losing faith in my echo picks you know this is i think it, the early july like peach and high sierra you know echo was on like a, a decently large gap and so i had it for high points i didn't play it they've been playing it on you know bigger gaps i think as of late um and so i you know i, I keep putting it for high points when it gets to like a six or seven show gap and it's not
1: yeah. it's not paying off well, it's just weird that they're not playing Echo right now. You know, yeah. fantasy goes aside. Like, it's one of their best songs, and they're not playing it. Um, and you know, it's interesting. You know, I, I'm sure as an artist, like after a while, like this thing that you're you're constantly playing all the time, you just like look at it and it's like, Ugh. yeah, maybe like, something you know, else. throw it to the yeah. side for a little bit. And it feels like yeah. that's what's happening with that song. And it might be what's happening with California Magic right now. They're not, they're not yeah. playing it. I mean, they're not playing it for a really, really long time. Um, How
3: long has it been? It's like seven or eight it's, shows. It's seven really? or
1: eight, yeah, yeah. I think it might be eight tonight. Uh, let's see here. Last play. Oh yeah, they haven't played it since uh, the Greek. That's yeah. eight shows ago. Yeah. So there you go. Um, and it'd be nice if they played that one again. I like love that tune in yeah. Setlist. And it
2: did have it did have an eight show gap uh, from Radio City to Dylan. So it's not a brand new thing in the song's history. But yeah, definitely, you know, looking at the other gaps in the song, the highest was four. Um, and it's been played 10 times. So
1: yeah, I, I would be surprised
2: them. if we don't see that tonight. That feels
1: like a very Sunday, you know, opener maybe. You know, while we're talking about the, what we think they might play tonight, I think you're going to get like a bunch of, I, I have a, like a gut feeling that like songs that like are pretty rare are going to come out tonight. So I think you might see something like your ocean tonight or you Jeff might Angborg, see uh, maybe something like Angborg or maybe like this old sea, like tonight feels like the night for this old sea. Uh, I'm not picking it, but it, it just, <laughs> I, I just feel like that's, that's a song that's, you know, do. And like, this is the type of show that it comes out in. It's a night like tonight. Yeah, I can see it, you know, and it's, you know,
2: tonight, is the end of the first four show run of uh, the tour. You know, they've got a break tomorrow night, no show. Um, then they're in St. Louis and then another break. So yeah, this, this is like the the end of the first weekend. You know, maybe we see some more unique set list picks, but you know, I'm excited to see whatever it is. You know, I'm I'm, I'm ready for it. I love, you know, four consecutive nights of Goose webcasts. Very,
1: very excited. And I see them yeah. live in six days. It's uh, we skip like a daily countdown on, on Ryan's days. Till I'm he's... excited, man! I'm yeah. very excited. Uh, I'm you should put like a, maybe too. a little sign back there behind you on like days till. Days and Yeah,
2: <laughs> maybe I'll have that tomorrow. <laughs> all right, cool. Very cool. All, all right. right, guys, should we wrap yeah. it? I think I think, I think it. it's a good spot to wrap it. I believe yeah. we will be joined uh, by guests tomorrow who can fill us in on all the ins and outs of Pullman Yards um, and the weekend's shows. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, don't forget if you are seeing shows this fall, this tour to boost um, or new year's, please uh, reach out on socials or send us an email at aatgoosepod at gmail.com. We would love to have you on fill in uh, the tour, you know, get some firsthand accounts of what's going on at shows for when we're not there. Um,
3: yeah. it's And it's way more fun to have somebody on.
2: Absolutely. You know, we 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 talk all the time just us we want to hear from other people too <laughs> yeah.
1: well no like there there are things that are you know I, I'd love to hear about from the show tonight uh, for example and, and Jive touched on it like what was the venue like what did it sound like you know exactly. I think there was like a lot How of the talking lines? about like VIP was like uh, disappointing for some but some people like I mean I don't know like there's so many yeah. like aspects of the show that we just don't get on the stream um, so we will be yeah. great to have people on
3: Yeah. yeah looking forward to it
1: yeah. Well, all right, everybody
2: have a fantastic rest of your Sunday afternoon. Uh, enjoy the show tonight and we'll see you back here tomorrow at three o'clock. Hi, this is Henry K, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music, because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.
3: Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book,